Welcome, welcome, welcome to Happy Brain. My name is Sean Block. I'm your host. And I'm your guest host today, the one and only ChatGPT. I'm going to go through some of the questions today that ChatGPT asked me about my own podcast. You ready to go? Yes, let's do it, Sean. This is my first time hosting. First question, what inspired you to create a podcast that explores the fun side of mental health? Great question. Heather Parody and Greg Clunas came up with this idea for a lighter side to mental health, to a show that would explore things a little bit differently, some quirky out-of-the-box ways to make your brain happy. You know, things like forest bathing, getting lost on purpose, gargling for, for mental health. So the first part of the show was very unique in terms of wacky, quacky ways of making our brain happier. At some point, Heather Parody, who was the original host, kind of shifted a little bit and stopped getting just those quirky things, but basically just talking about topics really from real people, a lot of them professionals in this space. Okay, give us some tips. Not that it be really quirky, but things like effective ways to journal, to uh, meditate, to exercise, things like that. And I took over this podcast about nine months ago Heather Parody, a well-known podcaster, decided to uh, shift and pivot uh, to her own show, which she's done for a while and is crushing it. But she said, Sean, you've been a guest on my show for at least five or six, seven episodes. Would you like to take it over? And I said, yes. And that's how we created a podcast. And I took it over that explores the fun side of mental health. Very cool, Sean. By the way, I love Heather. Now, in your life, how do you prioritize mental health? Prioritize mental health. Oh, I could go on and on about this particular topic. But let me just say, uh, on a personal note, when I was 19, I had a head trauma playing flag football in college. Didn't seem so serious at the time, but I was taken to the hospital. I had amnesia. And basically, I went from being a freshman, my first part of the year, being a straight-A student. Within just a couple months after that head injury, I was out of school, couldn't handle the classes, could barely leave my dorm room, and had to leave school, drop out of UCLA where I went, and spend the next six months trying to recover, trying to get back to better mental health. Because I had support, because I had uh, resources for counseling and mental health, things that I didn't have any personal knowledge of, but luckily people in my life got me and helped me get the help I needed. So mental health to me is so important because without it, you can't, I couldn't function. I couldn't attend university. I couldn't keep a job if I needed to. I couldn't barely feed myself, let alone, you know, survive in the world without help. I was lucky. What about all those people that don't have those resources, don't know how to get help? So. To me, prioritizing mental health is everything for me. I can't do anything in life without my mental health, without tools and techniques to support my mental health. And that's why it is so important for me to prioritize in my life, mental health. All right, ChatGPT, keep the questions coming. Can you share some of your favorite mental health hacks or tips that have worked for you? Ah, great question. I've said this all along, I think in many different episodes, but journaling has been a game-changing hack for me. About six, seven years ago, I started getting into this whole uh, personal development space. 
I think I took a class from Lewis Howes, that online class, and talked about building morning routines, morning habits. And one of those habits was journaling, is spending five to 10 minutes writing down stream of consciousness, things that are going through your mind and kind of expressing them and getting them out. And that to me was a really helped kind of just help me get in touch with what's going on and and feeling a little bit better about uh, about things. Of all the things that I've kind of kept up over the years, it is some form of journaling. It's been a game changer for me. Lately, I think I've talked about on the podcast and maybe I'll link to one of the episodes I did, but I shifted from just always uh, writing a stream of consciousness. Like I said, I would set the timer for five to 10 minutes and just write whatever came to mind. And I shifted and pivoted a little bit based on one of my previous guests, Danny DeNovo, who challenged me to just try doing some of the opposite of what maybe isn't working or just try the opposite of, of whatever technique you're doing to see if that can make any change for you. So I pivoted in journaling from writing a stream of consciousness to doing this, writing some positive affirmations or some positive things that are going on in my life instead of just anything that's going on, but kind of focusing on the positive. So that is one of the techniques that has really, really helped me. And you ask for some other mental health hacks. Well, a morning routine is very important, whatever it is. Um, being consistent for me helps my mental health, like having consistent days. So um, one habit I had was getting up in the er early in the morning and doing some routines, inc including things like journaling. One other hack I'll, I'll mention is making your bed. Again, early in the, my personal development journey, making your bed was seen as a way of starting the day on a positive note. I have kept that up for five or six years. I made my bed this morning and it's just a great way to start the day. So those are a couple of hacks that I learned and that I've been doing. Okay, next question. Well, ChatGPT is asking some really tough questions today. Uh, I'm going to have to incorporate this as a segment in the show. Is self-interview by ChatGPT. All right. The next question is how can we incorporate more fun and joy into our mental health journey? Well, first of all, listen to a podcast called Happy Rain because that's exactly what we do. But based on some of the topics and episodes that have we have come up with on having uh, you know, bringing more joy and, and fun into our mental health. One, we had a, a topic having to do with, and I listened to this, I didn't even host this one, adult coloring books, literally getting out and coloring and drawing uh, to kind of make you feel better. I've done this with my beautiful niece. Uh, she's four or five years old and we play a game called the three marker challenge where she gives, we pick three markers out of a, a box we have a picture, or we don't even pick a blank piece of paper. And for five minutes, we draw something, anything with those three colors. And we come up with something and then we show each other at the end. No copying, she says. And I love that game. It is so much fun. And it's, it's again, it's a fun, that's what I said, a fun, creative way to uh, make our brains happier. One other thing that I'm going to do, so this is, this is I can have a follow-up on this, is uh, one of the guests has this Lego uh, it's called the, the spark kick. Basically what this is, she's sending me a set of Legos, a special developed set of Legos that I'm going to take on a date or with one of my friends. And 
during that date or uh, joint, uh, when you get together with them, you build something, there's questions and it prompts you with questions. And like, for example, what does uh, leadership mean to you? And you'd actually build something with the Lego set. So those are types of fun ways that you can do uh, for mental health. Again, the show started with really focusing on these quirky ones and kind of, we kind of evolved a little bit. Some are quirky, like this Lego set, but they're fun ways that you can bring in mental health into your life. All right. We have time for a couple more questions. I, I said that this would be a shorter episode, but we're having fun. And ChatGPT is firing away right now, really asking some good questions. All right. The next question is, what are some common misconceptions about mental health and how we can overcome them? This is, this is hitting hard. These are great questions. And I guess I'd answer like this, that mental health has to be this serious subject or you have to go and, and get, you have to be basically sick. You have to have a mental illness before you can use these tools to help you. Now, I'm not saying that when you need help, like I did, I was in trouble. I needed help. Otherwise I probably couldn't survive, but and then there's a need for getting the right help at the right time. I'm talking about when you need help and you're suicidal or you're in a really dark place, you, you're not going to do fun things for your mental health. You're going to get the help you need right away. But I'm talking about, let's say, a more broader set. Maybe you've had these situations in the past, and now you're in a place of your life where you're trying to stabilize, where you're trying to prevent these things to happen. Or maybe you're a person who hasn't had extreme mental health issues, but you want to keep ahead of the curve. You want to keep your mind and brain happier. So reduce the chance of having these extreme situations. So the, the common misconception is that mental wellness and mental health is only for a certain group of people. It's really for all of us. Mental health is health. Mental health is physical health. Health is health. So you can't even separate mental health from physical health because they're so intertwined. So my misconception that I really want to share with people is that you do not have to be uh, have a serious diagnosed mental illness to help and learn ways to prevent your mental health from you know, struggling or ways that you can basically prevent your mental health. I, I hope that makes sense and it comes, I hope it comes across in the way that I want. Mental health is serious. But before it gets to that serious point, there are things that we can do to prevent it, to help others who might be struggling. And that is a misconception that mental health and is needed just for those who are diagnosed with severe mental health issues like depression, anxiety, serious things like schizophrenia, ADHD, all those things. It doesn't have to be. It's not just for those people. We need to help those people, including myself that I experienced, get the help and the serious need for help. But for everybody, including people recovering from these serious illnesses and just people who are human beings, health is wealth. Mental health is health. Get the need, help you need, but prevent some of these situations from coming up and make mental health part of your healthy lifestyle. All right. I think we have time for one more question here. 
what are some potential benefits of prioritizing mental health and incorporating fun, more fun, and joy into our lives? I think quality of life, purpose, meaning, enjoyment. Fun is an important part of our lives. If we don't have fun, what and joy, it really doesn't help our life experience. If we're always serious, if we're always, you know, trying to go for the grind, go through the grind and achieve and do all this, we're missing some of the most fundamental things that we hear about all the time with our guests is the present moment, enjoying the present moment and having fun and experiencing joy. And how can you do that? What are some of the potential benefits? Well, let's say that um, I take 10 minutes to do some deep breathing. Well, the benefits of doing that is I'm going to feel more present and I'm going to enjoy whatever activity I'm doing after that because I'm in a better place. I'm more in a grounded place. Other potential benefits are you enjoy things like travel more. So now when I travel, my mindset might be a little different. I might have some different approaches. Like, for example, one of our guests said, hey, when you go traveling, one way you can bring more joy and fun is to act like who you want to be. Nobody knows you. You have this opportunity to project yourself in the and in, in put out the energy that you want to feel better or to, to express to others. So that is another way to incorporate mental health and bring more joy and fun into your life. Bonus question. Anything, anything else you want to share as we wrap up this episode of Happy Brain? Thanks, ChatGPT, for that question. Yes, mental health is health. I just said it, but please, for my, and I'm telling myself this, mental health is health. You cannot have a healthy lifestyle without good mental health. And find ways to increase your things that make your brain happy, would make your body happy, things that are, are doing. And I struggle with it. And so sometimes this podcast it really helps me give ideas to, to do those type of things. So I'm leaving you with this. Mental health is health. And do the things that you can to prevent more serious things down the road. And again, don't negate serious mental health issues. This show is to help with preventing and doing things that are going to make our brain happier so we can live more fulfilling, enjoying life. Thanks, ChatGBT, for having me on the show. You are welcome, Sean. I was delighted to help out as your hosting partner today. Please keep me in mind for future episodes. All right. Cheers. All right. Cheers to you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.